0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 734. When Vashat returned to the small park, I was already sitting on one of the stone benches, waiting for her. She stood before me and sighed gustily. Lovely, a slow learner, she said, in her perfect Atorin. Go, fetch your stick then. You'll see if I can make my point more clearly this time. I've already found my stick. I said. I reached behind the bench and brought out a wooden training sword I'd borrowed from the school. It was old, oiled wood, worn smooth by countless hands, hard and heavy as a bar of iron. If she used this to strike my shoulders, as she had with the willow rod, it would break bones. If she struck my face, it would shatter my jaw. I set it on the bench beside me. The wood didn't clatter against the stone. It was so hard, it almost rang like a bell. After I set down the training sword, I began to pull my shirt up over my head, sucking a breath through my teeth when it dragged against the hot welt on my back. Are you hoping to sway me with the offer of your tender young body? Vashet asked. You're pretty, but not so pretty as that. I laid my shirt carefully on the bench. I just thought it would be best if I showed you something. I turned, so she could see my back. You've been whipped she said. I cannot say I'm surprised. I already knew you to be a thief. These are not from thieving, I said. These are from the university. I was brought up in charges and sentenced to be whipped. When this happens, many students simply leave and take their education elsewhere. I decided to stay. It was only three lashes, after all. I waited, still facing away. After a moment, she took the bait. There are more scars here than three lashes can account for. Sometime after that, I said, I was brought up on charges again, six lashes this time. Still, I stayed. I turned back to face her. I stayed because there was no other place I could learn what I desired. Mere whipping could not keep me away from it. I picked up the heavy wooden sword from the bench. I thought it only fair that you should know this. I cannot be frightened away with the threat of pain. I will not abandon Tempe after the trust he has shown me. There are things I desire to learn, and I can only learn them here. I handed her the hard, dark piece of wood. If you want me to leave, you must do worse than welts. I stepped back and let my hands hang at my sides. I closed my eyes. That's the page and the chapter. I'm Jeremy.
1: I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. This is such a like an interesting moment he's taking a chance but at the same time he's not because he kind of already knows based on what he heard from shaheen and that shaheen assigned this teacher he probably knows that like bachette's not supposed to literally break his bones at in this manner Vachette would probably be reprimanded at least if she like just decided to break his bones in order to make him leave
0: i don't think that's quite it like yeah that's part of it I think that what Carceret said to him I think I think what he's what he what he's happened is he's like calling her bluff. Like if if you really are just gonna beat me until I leave
1: Might as well get it done now.
0: Yeah, then you then like you're gonna have to like Yeah, put me in whatever you have for a hospital to do it, if not kill me outright, because you're not just gonna scare me away by hurting me. That's not who I am. He's counting on the fact, and I think you're right, this is some kind of test. That, that she's not as cruel as Carceret is, that she's not as bigoted. I think he's probably, in some sense, he's gambling on the fact that she has such, that someone who has the high social standing she seems to have, someone that Shaheen trusts the judgment of would not be that single-minded or, or closed-minded. But he is not sure, right? He doesn't know this for sure. He is taking a risk. But as we find out on the next page, he's not completely
2: sure that he's right about this. But it is kind of the culmination of not the culmination, the next level, I guess, of the, what he's endured at the university. And even even before that, like he has a goal in mind and he will endure all kinds of humiliation and physical pain in order to achieve that goal. And what's more, there's a friend who took a risk for him. Is uh, It's not just him on the... Uh,
1: on the chopping block.
2: I know I've been uncharitable to Quoth before, but I think this is a really good example where you know maybe he would cut and run if uh, if Tempe wasn't uh, implicated here. Maybe he would say, "All right, forget it. I'll find another way to find my answers." But because Tempe is there, he almost has no choice. I think he understands. They don't say so, but it's pretty clear that like they're going to kill Tempe or like banish him or something if Quoth fails. Like he knows that he's being tested not just for his own sake. Exactly.
1: Whatever it is, it won't be good.
0: <laughs> they made it pretty clear at the trial. If Carceret gets her way, Tempe will be exiled, and Tempe made it clear that for him, that would be as bad or worse than death. Getting back to something I was saying a couple of pages ago, the decision Quoth makes here tells us about his character. Rather than risk his friend being exiled, he is willing to endure broken bones and torment if he's not right about
2: this. And as we learned in a couple of pages, it's a pretty well-reasoned gamble, actually. Yes. And, of course, Quoth is also doing this in the most
0: theatrical <laughs> way he can, to make his point. He's playing to his own strengths, right? He's not just saying, just so you know, like, I've been whipped before. He brings her the nastiest thing he has close to hand that she could reasonably beat him with, and then makes a point of taking off his shirt to show her his scars, and then gets her to, like, more or less baits her into asking how he
2: got them. Yeah, and it, it doesn't hurt that the scars are a great metaphor for the lengths yeah. he's willing to go to, to like what he'll endure to get his answers and to...
1: What would he have done if it didn't work? Like, would he still have just been like, also this information?
2: Yeah, it probably wouldn't have been quite so theatrical. to would have been like, oh, by the way, these scars are because I uh, I needed something and uh, and I had to endure it. But, you know, it wouldn't have been quite so smooth. <laughs> well, but he does... Lay the bait expertly,
0: right? He he said like he, he gives her something for free, right? He takes the shirt off and she assumes that he's been whipped because he's a thief, and and that gives him the opportunity to say, No, actually, I was beaten at school. And he tells her, I was beaten three times. I had I got three lashes when he knows there's more scars than that on his back, and most people are just not gonna be able to resist. Hold on, that's more than like, are you bullshitting me? That's more than three scars. <laughs> We also do get the first indication of the attitude that the ADEM have to, to like casual sex because uh, Vashet, when he takes off his shirt, Vashet's like, are you trying to like get out of this by seducing me? Because like you're pretty, but you're not that pretty.
2: I read that as her Riley taunting him and not actually thinking that he's trying to seduce her. But I, I just think a
0: different person from a different culture would not have made that that joke that way.
1: But we also as second as reading it a second time readers, we pick up on that where a person reading this for the first time wouldn't.
0: Well, I think a first time reader would go, Oh, interesting that this older woman is making that sexual innuendo at this younger man.
1: The way that Nick feels about it, I think, is more the way that a first time reader might think about it in comparison to having the extra like insight that we have, which is why which is why you think that. That it's, like, more of, like, a, oh, here's their casual attitude to sex, when really it could just be that she's just, like, poking fun at him. It could be either, still.
0: Yes, yes, at this point it could be either, because if you're a first-time reader, this is kind of the first real indication. Actually, that's not even quite true, because Tempe is pretty free with talking about sex, but... I, you're right. It's a data point. So that's it's. if you're a first-time reader, it might be too early to draw that conclusion. But I think it's not too early for it to raise the question, what is this culture's attitude towards sex and dating? Because in another culture, a woman probably wouldn't be that forward or explicit with a man, especially an older woman to a
2: younger man. <laughs> what if there was a topsy-turvy society where the women were lecherous? mm mm-hmm. yeah, That's never been discussed in science fiction before.
0: <laughs> what we have learned, and I think what we will continue to learn, is that the Atom simply wants
2: Snoo Snoo, and who could blame them?
1: A, a reasonable note, I suppose. Anything
2: other? Any other reasonable notes you have, Jordana?
1: I have my final note, if you guys are ready for it.
2: I'm ready for it. Let me have it.
1: This is the end of the chapter, and this chapter was called The Hammer, uh, which is obviously because Quoth is about to get nailed. <laughs> Sorry, I just
0: really wanted to make that. Joke. <laughs> That's also Vash's name.
2: But... <laughs> no, I know, but it wow, was, it was wow.
0: One,
1: I've been trying. I really wanted to make that joke. It was so funny. I tried really
0: hard.
2: You should have seen the face I made, Jordana. That joke did land.
0: Oh, good. Rest assured.
2: Yeah, Jordana, are you from a topsy turvy alternate world where women are lecherous?
0: No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i've met lecherous women actually no that's yeah i've definitely met lecherous women so.
0: <laughs> and Adriana will tell you all about that on our spicy patreon episode in, in february
1: <laughs> let's not i don't want to out anybody <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, listeners, we are about to embark on uh, a cavalcade of leching uh, in the upcoming chapters. So don't go too far. Keep your ears glued to this same podcast channel because we'll be back for a good lech on tomorrow's page of The Win.